Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1204 today. Once more with feeling a bit of trailer talk with Todd Vander Hayden from Viewpoints Radio. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Trisha Barr, author of Ultimate Star Wars and host of Fangirls Going Rogue. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And earlier last week, I got to share with you the interview that I did for Canadian television for the release of the trailer for The Last Jedi. But that was a short segment, and I got to have a longer conversation with Todd Vander Hayden for a syndicated radio program that goes all the way across Canada, and that was last weekend. But I just got a copy of the audio myself and wanted to share it with you. So here, without further ado, is some more trailer talk about The Last Jedi. When I found you, I saw raw, untamed power. And beyond that, something truly special. Let's have a little bit of fun here on Viewpoints Now. If you're listening to that, you know that's the latest trailer for Star Wars The Last Jedi, which is going to be hitting theaters in, well, less than two months from now. You might not know this, but tickets are already on sale in Canada and across the states. And in fact, some of those first showings are already sold out. Imagine, it's hard when it comes to pop culture icons to come close to the impact that Star Wars has had and obviously continues to have. The Last Jedi will not be the last Star Wars film, of course, but it is the next Star Wars film in this growing universe from a galaxy far, far away. I want to bring in Alan Voivod into the conversation. He is a huge Star Wars fan. His home is in New Hampshire in the States. He runs the only daily Star Wars podcast on the internet, Star Wars 7x7SW7x7.com. Check it out there. But he has watched this trailer dozens of times. He has dissected it, and he's going to give us his take. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Thank you so much. It's great to talk with you, as always. It's a feast for the eyes, isn't it? It truly is, and I feel like... The the line that Saw Gerrera Forrest Whitaker says in Rogue One where he goes, lies, deceptions. I feel like there's a lot of that going on in this trailer. I feel like there's a lot of misdirection and surprise that's hidden in here. There absolutely is because, you know, one of the big things is you see this character, Rey, the female protagonist of The Force Awakens. She seems to, at the end of the trailer, you know, come to an alliance with the dark side, or does she? And I guess that's what makes a good trailer. We're not sure what that actually means. 
Exactly. I mean, I personally think that those scenes happen at two different points in the movie. I think Ray is talking to Luke on the island at that point, and I think the scene with with Adam Driver as Kylo Ren, I think that happens toward the end of the movie. So I think they just splice two things together like that to get everybody to freak out about it, basically. There's something else that was really kind of powerful and chilling uh, was uh, Carrie Fisher. And you see her very predominantly as General Organa, uh, who is the mother of Kylo Ren, of course, played by Adam Driver. And again, she seems to be on a spaceship and he's coming in and it looks like he's going to kill his own mother. It does. And... The thing that made me think, okay, maybe it's not happening this way is because when you look at the people in the scene behind Leia, behind Carrie Fisher, nobody's in a rush. Nobody seems to be panicking or going crazy or anything like that. It doesn't seem like they're in the middle of a battle of any kind. So that's another place where I thought, hmm, maybe we're getting two different things at two different times. But it does look like she's making some sort of connection to him through the Force. I don't know why she's staring off into the wild blue yonder, but there seems to be something very beautiful and fragile in her expression. And I could have stared at her for hours. The acting in just that one moment is so exciting, and it's going to be so bittersweet to see her on screen this last time. Absolutely. Alan Voivod, my guest, uh, he is a Star Wars fan, if ever there was one, the guy behind <laughs> Star Wars 7x7, the only daily podcast dedicated to Star Wars on the internet. There were a lot of space battle scenes, too, and battles on the ground, which is, of course, very important for any Star Wars film. We saw those all-terrain AT-ATs that were, you know, I- I've always loved those ever since I had one when I was a kid back in the 1980s. Uh, and they Me were in, uh, Right? And they were in Rogue One. Now they're back. Uh, mm-hmm. But you all see a lot of space stuff going on, too. Yeah, and I love that Ryan Johnson, who's the writer and director of the movie, he's managed to find, I think, already, I mean, we're all kind of making our judgments and assumptions based on the little that we've seen so far, but it does seem like he has found a terrific balance of action and emotion with the stuff that we've seen so far. And maybe it's just a credit to the people who are cutting the trailers for this, but they did specifically make an effort to say, These are the things that we feel comfortable showing. These are the things that we are never going to show. And they they have this all really planned out as far as what we are going to walk into the theater thinking about this movie. Absolutely. I found this trailer to be a heck of a lot more exciting than the other one that came out a little while ago, which, I don't know, I mean, it was interesting, I liked it, but this one I really enjoyed. How many times have you watched the trailer, Alan? Don't lie, be honest here. I've lost count. Um, It's been double digits, I'll say that for sure. Also, uh, a lot of Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill back in the role. We barely saw him at all in the first film, and there he is in the trailer. I gather he's going to be reprising the role of Luke Skywalker quite prominently in this next film, The Last Jedi. He is, and this is also the first time that we actually get to see him delivering lines. We heard a voiceover in that very first one back in April, but this time we actually get to see him do it. And he said in interviews that his idea of what Luke was going to be was very different from Ryan Johnson's conception of how Luke has evolved in these past 30 years. And ultimately, he's come to decide, Mark Hamill has, that Ryan Johnson had the right idea, and it's going to be a very different Luke Skywalker from what we're used to, from what I'm told. 
I'm also curious what you think, because I know you live, breathe, and eat this stuff. The title, The Last Jedi, what does it mean? <laughs> you know, Vanity Fair, actually, which did a uh, magazine that put out a cover story on The Last Jedi back in May, they just tweeted not long after the trailer said and said, it's impossible to get any information out of Kathleen Kennedy and Ryan Johnson about The Last Jedi. Here's what happened when we asked them who it was. And Ryan Johnson tweeted back immediately and said, it's Luke. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Just, that's it. And he's been pretty clear about that, that Luke is The Last Jedi, or at least that's how it's going to start out. And that's how he's referred to in the opening crawl for The Force Awakens. It says Luke Skywalker, The Last Jedi. So... At least at the beginning of the movie, it's technically Luke. And I guess we'll have to see whether it then becomes Ray or if something else interesting happens. Have you already bought your tickets to the opening night? I have not. I know it might be shocking. To Shocked! Hear, but I know. I have, a, uh, I have a very small town movie theater here that doesn't do the pre-sale that same way. So... I haven't had the uh, the opportunity to do it yet, but believe me, I've already been asking about it. You're going to have to do it old school, Alan. Line up. I think I might. It might actually happen. I had to do that for Revenge of the Sith back in 2005, and that was uh, <laughs> that was a very cold experience in New Hampshire in the middle of the night. Oh, we know that here in Canada. Thank Even you for coming back on the show. Great to have you, Alan. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for inviting me. Alan Voivod, my guest, he hosts Star Wars 7x7, the only daily internet podcast all about Star Wars. Check it out, sw7x7.com, sw7x7.com. We'll be right back. Stay with us, and may the Force be with you. All right, that's going to do it for the trailer talk. And after a quick break, I'm going to tell you about the new photo released from The Last Jedi, courtesy of Laura Dern. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside, you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash tfa welcome back so laura dern went on the ellen show and she was able to share a photo from the star wars the last jedi with the audience and the photo is let's put it this way it's almost reminiscent in a way of mon mothma addressing the troops in return of the jedi except this is a much dingier location it doesn't have the same upscale class and style and modernity, if you will, of a Mon Calamari cruiser. This definitely looks like a more uh, beat-up, run-down, functional kind of workroom meeting place situation. And there are some characters that look like technicians standing behind her, including one of the new Abednedo species. No one that we know, though. No Paige, no Rose, no anybody. And there's also a differently colored BB model of droid off to 
her right hand side. It's sort of a blue mottled color, which is really intriguing. And she herself looks like she is addressing a larger group of people that must be, you know, on the other side of the camera from <laughs> what we're seeing. And if I were to make a guess, I would say something like this has to happen after the resistance has made good their escape from Dakar and is deciding on whatever their next move is going to be. That's my guess for it, but I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. So do chime in at the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. That is going to do it for today's podcast. So thank you very much, as always, for listening. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before your scopes go dead and you start the landing cycle, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a slimy mud hole, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 